all right guys how's it going um so just to update you a little bit we are now you're now tuned into the most vulnerable player episode number seven apologize for a little bit of a delay in the last uh last episode i went out of town um about what two weeks ago and then um you know just kind of been settling in i've been trying to figure out um who i was gonna have like next on the podcast and um just trying to figure out the logistics of things and um i figured that it was um about time to have like a q a episode um where i just answer questions that you guys have had or have about the uh, about the show or even about myself personally so i decided that it would be um pretty cool to have my my boy that's been on the podcast already uh brother from another mother yes, sir. Uh, my boy b-dub brett i thought it would just be cool for him to kind of help me help me guide this one uh he can help like a- um ask me the questions and i always just honestly prefer to have somebody sitting in with myself just because i find it really hard to just um I don't know, just kind of ponder by myself and just like just talk to myself. I feel it'd be a little bit weird. <laughs> um, I'm sure I could do it, but it would just be like a little awkward at five times. Oh, for sure. But yeah, like I said, took a little bit of just a small hiatus, but wasn't on wasn't really in, um, intentional per se. But like I said, um, nothing crazy. Just went out of town. But um, I'm gonna really try my best to start releasing these again uh, weekly. Um, it does take a long time to edit um and also do have another job so i just try my best to just kind of balance these things out but um yeah man i thank you guys so much for tuning in the last episode actually did really really good numbers um with my boy tristan um so yeah hopefully man we just keep keep building this thing you know keep the momentum rolling baby yes sir what you sipping on dog uh i got a white claw over here yeah we had to be bougie and pour I, it into glass. I didn't come prepared. So. <laughs> hey, where's your coaster, bitch? <laughs> Fuck you. Good. I'm drinking on some twisted tea, by the way. Um, not gonna lie, man. I've been drinking a lot lately. Like uh, something a little un un. Uh, I feel like it's unusual of me. Like uh, usually, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I like to have a good time, but I generally don't uh, don't go that crazy. Like, but this summer, man, I don't know. I've just been outside lately. But well, we're social drinkers for the most part. And yeah, exactly. I feel like we've been in social settings a little more yeah. this summer than... I think because we're all finally like back home for a little bit. So like we really... I mean, bro, when, when everybody gets sexy, like we went out with like maybe two, three weeks ago. Yeah. And bro, that was like one of the best nights. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was great to see everybody and everybody popped out. And man, it was definitely a fun night. But it's nothing like getting the gang together. No, for sure. And it's like... Uh, not gonna lie these i after this past weekend i was just like yo i need to need to lock in a little bit because uh it's been fun don't get me wrong i mean it's summer it's summer we're still young but it's good that you realize that though you didn't let yeah. it go too far no like, yeah, you weren't sure. on a bender and shit yeah know? exactly when i went out of town like it was like six like six seven i mean that's how it is when you go out of town like six days straight just fucking going hard i mean when we went to phoenix it was like maybe and like, you were at a wedding yeah exactly so i can imagine bro yeah Love was in the air, you know. Oh, <laughs> love and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing uh, bad ever happens in those two meetings. <laughs> That's how we're here. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Uh, probably. Um, but, um, yeah, like I said, we're doing a little Q&A. 
Um, I posted a little something something on my story, uh, a little poll to see what questions you guys had, and got some good ones, man. We'll see uh, see how this goes. Um, my boy Brett has has these questions, and I thank you guys for, I mean, really just engaging and just um, just really just supporting the show. Like you guys sending in questions, like you're literally a part of the show. So I I hopefully I can do more of these. I think actually going forward, I think if people respond well, I think it'd be pretty cool. Like yeah, just well, to even whatever topics that are hot, like about like I don't know relationships, friendships, mental health, like just us discussing them and just. I think it'd be cool for a lot of people. For to, sure. I love this idea, dog. Like, yeah. I know it was kind of last minute. Uh, well, I don't know about the planning. Yeah. But um, when I when you told me about it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. That's a great idea. Yeah. Get people engaged. Yeah, for sure. All right. Let's see here. Okay. So, first question we have is from Jonathan Jackson. My boy, Jonathan. Actually, never met Jonathan, by the way. But, um, yeah, man, hopefully we, we could link up pretty soon. So, Jonathan wants to know. How has your mental health caused you to be distant with your relationships? Damn. That's a good one. That's a hard hitter right there. Bro, starting off the show strong. <laughs> starting the show deep. You know, we just got to get into it. You know, we can't just like, just can't tease a little. You just got to go straight. Jonathan understood the assignment. Bro. Straight, for real, straight <laughs> to it. Let's get straight to it. Um, so how has my mental health um sorry repeat that again okay my fault, my fault. i'm gonna do I, I just want to make sure i'm getting the right word for word yeah how has your mental health caused you to be distant with your relationships distant with my relationships that is a good question and actually something i've actually reflected on quite a bit especially lately um because like i said um lately i, I feel like i've been I, i've been going out a lot more i've I feel like in the past year, um, in particular, I've, I think I've really like made it an effort to just kind of step out of my comfort zone and really just meet new people and meet new friends. And I guess because it has a lot to do with how lonely I felt in the past. And I feel like, I think loneliness is, can be a really big part in something that can either just prolong your anxiety or depression or just exacerbate it you know i think like we're social creatures bro like we um it's 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 no mystery like why we need like a good circle people have like their circle of friends and really just want to do things with other people because i mean it's really essential to your overall mental health and well-being and i guess just going to that question i would say that in the past i guess when it comes to whether it was like if we're talking like relationships when it comes to like um me like talking to um like girls or um just in those type of like intimate relationships i would say that it definitely has affected me uh, more so in the past i noticed that for whatever reason i don't know if it was due to maybe just what i was going through mentally at that time when it came to like anxiety and stuff but i tended i tend to uh, in the past have like have this how do you say it? this um avoidant attachment style meaning like i tend to if i feel like uncomfortable if i feel if i don't feel like in my comfort zone or i feel like i don't know what it is actually bro but i would tend to just kind of isolate myself not and 
not really understand why at the time. I would just kind of like feel the need to just like distance myself from people and like, and not even just in with like relationship, like intimate relationships with, with the girls and stuff. But even with like my family, like let's just say I was going through something, like I was stressed out. Um, I would just unconsciously just like stop talking to people, like really just, you can definitely tell that I'd be much more reserved and much more just to myself and I would be very irritated you couldn't really talk to me you couldn't really ask me anything and like I think about that now now that I'm in like a much better place and it was definitely affecting me like definitely affecting how I moved with people and how how I approach relationships and I can definitely say now I'm like in a much better place with that and I'm very much conscious of 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 myself um of when I do do that and I try to like fix it you know so um, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think, or I'd like to think that just about everybody goes through that same process, maybe on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. But I know I, I as well go through little slumps where I close myself off and don't reach out to people, don't want to go around people. And I don't think it's necessarily like a conscious decision that I make. Uh, more so, when I think about it, it could be... Um, our mind subconsciously telling us to take care of ourselves Mm -hmm. right or do what we need to do to to fix what we're going through at that time um it's a way to make sure that we're putting ourselves first i feel like in getting over that hump that we need to get over obviously i'm speaking from like a short term like because i i've gone even weeks before um where i'm just closed off and i won't reach out or Mm -hmm. and that's honestly thinking about it now is what what makes the most sense to me is that it's really just a period where your mind's telling you to take care of what you need to take care of. Yeah. But I think that's common, bro. I think like, I'm not sure. I mean, everybody's different, of course, and I'm not sure like how long it usually lasts, but I know that I've gone through stretches of time where it's like, uh, like closing yourself yeah. off completely. No, for and sure. So I think that's, I mean, uh, it's pretty common. I think yeah. it's normal in, in people to express that. Yeah. And I, I could also, like, I definitely agree with that, that I think everybody goes through those slumps where they just kind of close themselves off. But there has been moments in the past where, like, let's just say I'm talking to, like, a girl or something, and honestly, things will be solid. But for whatever reason, I look back at it now, I'm like, I don't know why. Like, I don't know. I just felt like... uh you had to put some distance between. Yeah, them. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but like, um, I I really I would probably need to think more about that because it's something that I really haven't experienced recently. Because like I said, I think I'm in a much better place, and I don't know. I'm also when this when I'm talking about these things, I was like two, 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 three years ago, and I mean, at this age, we jump in maturity very quick. Like from 19, even though I'm like I'm 23 right now. I wasn't the same person I was only like a year or two ago, dude. Like, I think, I think we make humongous leaps in a very short, short amount of time. Um, but also another point when it comes to like just distancing and really just um, relationships, right? One thing I have noticed too is um, just being in a better place mentally. Like, even when I go out now, like just in a more social setting, like let's just say I'm like in a just like a like a social gathering or even like at a bar or club or something like i feel much more comfortable than i used to i don't know like 
only maybe like a year or two ago, I would definitely say like, I, I didn't fully realize that at the time, but now that I feel the way I do now, looking back, I'm like, I was really like anxious in those situations that I didn't really like understand at that time. Like I was very, uh, I guess you can say like, I definitely had like social anxiety. Like I would just go in and I would kind of like, there was a bunch of people. I just kind of like, uh, I don't know, just kind of freeze up in a shell way. Up a yeah, little, definitely shell up. And yeah. like, I just feel like everybody's like looking at me and like, I just feel like super, like super self con like ultra self-conscious where I feel like I can't even, I feel the need to leave type shit. Like I don't, I'm not even having a good time. Like, and, um, and I, I'd see other people having like a really good time. I'm just like, damn, like, I don't know if I'm just like, not like something's wrong with me or like, I'm just, just but I think it was definitely, now that I realized it, I, I, for sure, I think it was a little bit of, like, social anxiety where I felt, like, just very, um, yeah, just very uneasy in those moments, you know? But do you feel like, I mean, it sounds like, um, and not to assume, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you began getting more comfortable in those social settings once you started, be, like, getting more comfortable with yourself, right? Like, yeah. Like, once you calm down internally and like like i don't want to say found yourself but mm -hmm. but like really started to gather who you were and like obviously maturity and like you mentioned earlier is a big part of it but once you're comfortable with yourself i mean i'm sure that directly correlated to yeah. you being comfortable around other people no i'm that's that's probably on the money honestly like not to say that um like I definitely feel like I still have so much to work on, but I can definitely say just when it comes to um, just kind of knowing who I am and like um, the person I am definitely has made those leaps. Um, I would say in the past like year. So when I look back, I'm like, that's, that could definitely be the case where I was just kind of like maybe unsure or un, um, maybe just not confident in the person I was, you know? So, I think that definitely can play a role for sure. That was a good question. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Jonathan. Hell yeah. Hopefully that answered it. <laughs> okay. So the next one, oh, it's going to be from EP Hype 94. All right. EP oh, Hype. He wants some bulking advice. Sheesh. That's from, what I'm talking to my from, boy right from here. Mr. Anytime. <laughs> he wants some bulking advice from Mr. Anytime. So. <laughs> yeah. So just some, uh, I'm actually very, uh, I'm flattered that someone asked me for bulking advice. <laughs> bro, because you honestly, I mean, you put it up on IG and stuff. You the transformation, bro. You did like bulk yeah. up. Bro. You, you you noticed a, a difference? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Appreciate it, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was definitely definitely a long time coming, but um, I would definitely say I I for sure made a conscious decision in that. Where so just for context, I'm gonna definitely answer your question, EP hype ninety four, um, but. I would say when it came to like when I got back from Thailand, when I traveled, um, I think I was like what I'm six four right now, and I was like one seventy, one seventy three. But looking looking at pictures now, I definitely could see it. But at that moment, I didn't realize like how thin I was um, until like I really started um, really until now until I look back. But um, I think at that time I just. I was kind of just like I like we talked about. I was a little bit just uncomfortable with who who I was. I just wasn't really confident in in the person that I was, and 
I don't know. I just I just started hitting the gym. I think uh, last summer. Um, really, because I mean, like I've always been kind of active and stuff. And then I think when I really started hitting it like pretty hard is when I became a. Uh, I know it's kind of crazy. Like I say, like I was super scrawny and then I became a trainer. But I'm actually like very well versed and like working out. It's just honestly my diet was just like i just didn't eat well, at you, all you've always been into fitness yeah like, exactly yeah that's always been a big part of every day yeah routine. exactly yeah like just into fitness and like i i knew how to lift like played sports so i understood like just sports training and i studied kinesiology in college and i just kind of understood it but i ran a lot that's one thing i ran like a shitload like i did half marathons and stuff and then i just wasn't really eating that much just because i was very like self-conscious and um eventually i hit a like when i started working at any time i mean i was just always at the gym so i would say since january up until like now um but it's july it's been seven months and um since i got back from thailand i've gained damn near like 30 35 pounds bro like uh and has has your workout regimen changed that much or would you attribute that more to your diet it was it was definitely more of the uh, eating right and consistency in the gym because I'll be honest like I probably hit the gym like at least six I for sure do something every day but like at least six to seven times I'm like lifting of some sort but that's just because like I hit I hit a point where it's literally if I don't go to the gym it's like oh something was wrong like I didn't uh, it's just kind of a part of my day Party, it's it's yeah. like eating at this point it's like oh it's no like i'm building my day around the gym at this point because it's like it's just what what i do now and i mean i kind of have to i mean like i'm a trainer i feel like i have to i mean i have to look the part in a way you know um well yeah so just getting into your question i think there's a couple different uh aspects to this question the first one is of course training so if you're going to want to bulk up um i mean the best way to get to be do that especially the right way um, is going to be lifting weights, of course. Um, and specifically, well, I don't know if you first start out lifting, you're probably going to start building muscle like off the rip just because of like those beginning, like just, they call them beginner gains. Um, no matter if you just start lifting weights, like you're going to start to just increase in size, but the main way, um, to i guess do that would be hypertrophy training yeah basically increasing the number of muscle cells that you have and in turn increasing the growth so basically your muscles are made up of like these little tiny like fibers and when you're lifting weights those little fibers are basically like tearing and then when you recover they basically heal themselves and they grow back bigger and so what you want to do really is to train for hypertrophy Usually you want to keep like your rep ranges, whatever you're doing from like eight to 12 reps. Also, the main thing you want to do is focus on time under tension. So let's just say if you're powerlifting, main thing about powerlifting is you're really just trying to get that weight up. Like you're really just trying to build power. You're trying to develop your strength. But with, if you're just trying to build muscle, one of the main things is, is time under tension, meaning you really want to like exaggerate the amount of, um, tension that you're putting on your muscles so a lot of them are going to be like slow and controlled movements so like let's just say you're doing bicep curls like on the way down you want to make sure like you're really like um just making sure like you're controlling the weight on the way down like you're just not trying to like just jerk shit up you know 
I've also heard it referred to as like getting that squeeze, like really making sure that you're getting that squeeze. Like for like, I mean, obviously, there's no better way to explain it than the scientific. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But like, I that's like another way I've heard that's a little relatable. No, for well. sure. That that's a great point. Is is making sure you're getting that squeeze. Yeah. The top of your rep, bottom of your rep. But like you said, control movement. Yeah. I mean, that's what I tell my clients. Like every time of your, let's just say you're doing curls squeeze at the top like make sure you squeeze if you're doing um shit hip thrusts make sure you're you're squeezing those glutes at the top like you really want to make sure you're feeling that movement and um i would say when it comes to that the training it's also just got to be pretty consistent like at least when you first start out like four to five times a week um even if you do four it's solid um starting out anything anything when you're first starting out works um but the second, which a lot of people tend to um, neglect, is your diet. That's going to be number, like, I would say if it's not 50-50 diet and training, it's, like, maybe a little bit more diet, bro. Like For sure. Because your diet's going to be everything. Like, if especially, let's just say, like, you're, you're, you're scrawny, you, you don't have much muscle on you. The amount you need to eat is actually more than you probably would imagine, um, it's actually pretty hard to gain muscle if you're pretty small. Um, so the main thing is, is you're definitely going to want to be consuming a surplus of calories. You're going to be want, wanting to consume, um, more than your maintenance calories. Um, I'm not going to go into depth cause in order to find like your maintenance calories, we need to like take your weight, take your, take a whole bunch of different like, uh, measurements, um, to get your maintenance. But once you get your maintenance calories, the amount of calories that you need to just maintain your weight, you get that and you start consuming, I would say like 200 to 300 calories above that to start out, depending on how fast you want to gain weight. Cause some people like, you don't want to gain fat. Like you don't want to gain too much fat when you're, when you're bulking up, you want it to be mainly muscle mass, right? So you, um, you want to make sure that you're like, you're not overeating too. Cause that can definitely be a thing. Um, but to get more detail, I would say your macronutrients are huge as well. So protein, um, I would say at least a gram per per body per per pound of body weight. Um, so let's just say I weigh what like maybe two hundred eight, two ten right now. I should try to be hitting at least like one ninety to like two hundred, two ten um, grams of protein per day, and. Uh, that's really with the protein it's going to help you recover and it's also just that's what what's going to help you build that muscle if you don't eat protein most of the time you're not going to grow like protein is just essential that's what you have to do um that's why you see a bunch of people drinking protein shakes eating a bunch of chicken steak like all this all this protein is because it's essential you have to consume your protein the adequate amount um and of course carbohydrates you need to eat your carbohydrates to fuel your workouts. I mean, basically, that's where you get all your energy from. Um, and then, of course, your essential fats. But I can go, I can literally have a whole podcast about nutrition. But So for a more detailed breakdown and a personalized, like, program, come see this man at any time. Yeah, exactly. Like, come yeah. see this man at Anytime Fitness. Yeah, exactly. I, He'll uh, get you right. I work at uh, Anytime Fitness on Motwood. Go ahead and hit him uh, with Amy that plug. Sue. Hit him with the plug. Yep. And, uh... Yeah, come see me, man. So real quick, um, my question on top of that question, yep. which might have already been 
part of his question as well, just not um, in the detailed nitty gritty, but supplements. You take any supplements? Um, only protein. Yeah, I mean, I would say. What kind of protein do you take? Uh, so that's a good question. Uh, I take whey protein. It's generally, um, I I believe I'm not a nutritionist, but I believe it's the fastest metabolizing, meaning like it's really good to take that after your workout because it's going to your body's going to metabolize that protein faster than it would like casein or isolate or or other proteins. Yeah. So that's why you see a lot of people like um, do the weight protein like pretty. Um, like after their workouts and stuff. So I stick to the way, um, but really like if you're eating, even if you're deriving your protein from like food, food, that's still going to be the same. It's just the reason I take protein is cause it's hard to me for, for me to, uh, especially cause I'm like, I really don't have time to be like eating meals, meals. So I do a protein shake cause it's just an easier way to intake that protein. But, um, you don't need a protein t- powder per se, but a lot of people take, um, what were you going to well, say? I'm just, it's, it is what it, like it's meant to be what it what it's called it's a supplement yeah, exactly it's not supposed to be your main source yeah. of of protein but it's a supplement so like you like you just said the way you use it you know it would be really tough you'd probably have to eat a shitload of meat yeah pause uh, <laughs> to get your daily protein needs yeah. filled um so that's where that supplement comes in yeah the exactly i take uh i mean i don't know if it has to do with bodybuilding or strength or anything but i take fish oil just because i really don't eat fish or really like uh yeah i don't eat much seafood and a lot of fish has uh, omega-3 fatty acids in it good for your heart yeah exactly and it's good for your joints good for your brain it's actually really good for your brain um and so i do supplement with that because i really don't eat fish uh so that's one thing but other than that like uh, a lot of people take creatine i personally don't just because I didn't like the way, like, it just made me feel, like, full all the time. Um, I just didn't like the way I feel on it. But it's it's really, it does work. It definitely, I felt stronger on creatine for sure. But, um, like I said, it's just these supplements. And, like I said, I think if you're really, really interested in more nutrition advice or more fitness advice, for sure, just hit me up on IG. Or, like I said, like Brett said, come come see the boy at, a, at any time. Hit him up. All genders. We have a question here from Steph. She wants to know. The what is the hardest thing about hosting a podcast? Mm-mm-mm. A few things coming to mind. Um, and I'm sure there's gonna be a lot more. Barely in episode seven, but a few things that come to mind right now is that I would say number one is the consistency. Um, I think that's with anything you do, especially starting off anything. Um, you just need to know why you're doing it. Because it can, you can get a little bit discouraged. Um, but if you truly love something, then I mean, you're just gonna keep coming back to it. And I would say for sure it has been the consistency aspect of it. But um, I know this is ultimately what I I love and want to continue to do. So um, I think I think I'm finally kind of like trying to conquer that aspect. Um, but I would say number two is. For sure, the technical aspect of things when it comes to the whole podcast setup and the audio, the video, there's there's a more there's a lot more different factors than just recording a video for someone and editing it and shit. Um, because like there's a set, there's lighting, there's there's a whole bunch of different things, and first of all, it shit costs money, so that's one thing. Um, definitely, 
um, came out of my pocket. So that that's one thing I had to consider. But also is uh, I'm pretty sure I've I've shared on this podcast before. I've lost whole podcast before. Um, I literally did an entire like two hour podcast with James that completely just like just poofed, you know. Um, so yeah, we didn't get that. Um, I lost the video at the last podcast. Literally, just I thought I did everything right, and I still till till right now I still don't know what happened because I thought I transferred. Um, I had the audio which I still released. It was with my boy Tristan, but I tried to transfer all the footage and. I was watching it one day and then the next day I came back to edit it and literally just wasn't there, dude. So, and dude, it's like the pit in my stomach after something like that happens is just like, it's just fucking sick. Cause you can't get time back. Like that's one thing. Like I wouldn't mind, like, yes, it happens, but it's just, especially when, um, when you felt like something could be so good, like with the, it, the audio was still amazing and it did really well and I'm so glad we did it, but I'm like, damn, if only we had the fuck the video, dog. But it's also to remember, it's also important to remember that you're going to have those growing pains. Yeah. You know, it's with anything, but like, I've been watching and listening to podcasts for a while before I came on the, the first episode, mm-hmm. before I uh, was a guest <laughs> on the first episode. And, uh, Pause. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't know the half of what went into having your own podcast running your own podcast yeah. like when i was up here looking around at all the equipment you were explaining to me every detail i was lost bro mm-hmm. like and it, once you get an idea it's like anything else once you learn and you know what you're doing it's i guess not too too much of a big deal mm-hmm. but for somebody on the outside looking in it seems like a lot like it's like whole like yeah it was really surprising to see all that went into it for, yeah for sure nah for it for sure was and like I said, like the way I try to look at it is, um, like if, for example, we I lost the footage, even though for a few days I'm just like so fucking angry and like I, it really gets to me. Um, I really try to remind myself, like, even if it's not truly the case, it's like lost it for a reason, probably. Like I don't know, maybe it was just meant to be on audio, just for creative purposes or whatever it just happened and like what are you gonna do you know like you really just gotta roll with the punches when it comes to this and like with the ones we lost with the lost with james that one was tough because i had i didn't have the audio like the at least the audio the good audio i can release on on spotify and apple with james i had the footage but i didn't have the good audio so i was literally just left with like pointless footage and so that one was tough but thankfully I mean, I needed some. I needed one with James because I mean, his story is like crazy, man. So, and I mean, we talked about so many good things. And what's crazy is the second episode was actually, I think, much better than the first. Like nobody got to see the first, um, but I'm the second one. Like, I don't think we could have done it any better. So, I think it just it works out. I guess you know. For sure, yeah. Um, That's a good mindset to have too. Yeah. Like everything happens for a reason you know? yeah for sure honestly when it it just comes to really just m- wanting to make sure it's good and wanting to make sure it's like something that people actually want to listen to and tune into um because like there's so many podcasts out there bro so like it's always one of the hardest things is just trying to figure out what's going to 
make this like stand out and just making one wanting to make it impactful and wanting to make it just different from other shows you know so i think that's something that it's a little difficult at times and like i said like i go back to just it's it's a little discouraging because sometimes you think about like oh like what's gonna make one of people like tune into this show you know but at the end of the day i really just try to keep, like i said keep in mind the first point i made is like i'm doing this for because i love to do it you know and um so yeah i think that's just one aspect is really just um i think it's just like we talked about before just getting out of your own way i think that's the biggest thing like whenever you're doing anything is like if you really think about it the reason someone stops doing something is because obviously there's a lot of factors involved but let's just say when it comes to like doing something creatively like you stop because you decided to you know um and obviously like some things have to come to an end but at the end of the day like who's saying like most of the time it's just us getting our own, our own way like whenever it comes to not doing what we want to do you know i think that's the biggest thing so i try to always keep that in mind when when doing this so to tell off that a little bit um what would you say is your biggest piece of advice to someone who wants to get started like just number one overall thing that they need to do if they want to start a podcast tomorrow yeah that's a good question um this is coming from someone who i mean just started maybe a few months ago so obviously like i said i still have a lot to learn but i mean i started it so that's something that i have experience from and i can relay on to that and i think when i was first starting out i knew i wanted to do a podcast but i wanted i would wanted to make sure i revolved it around something um because i just didn't want to come in here and like not that we couldn't have really like cool good times like just conversating and just like shooting the shit but like at the end of the day like people are tuning in because they they're looking for something in their life and they they you you want to provide some sort of value to them that's that's the main thing is like people are going to tune into you because they feel like you have something i mean it, it sounds a little selfish but i mean that you have something to offer to them that's ultimately what it is um and that can be anything that's whether like them listening to your personality them listening to the way you talk about things them listening to like your stories at the end of the day it's you're providing value to someone so when i was first starting out i was like how can i provide the most value to somebody um while doing this you know and the con the the common denominator was just mental health because i think that's something i have a lot of experiences from so that's one thing anything that you feel like you have knowledge of um uh and a lot of experiences of um that i think that's a place you start and you really want to build your your podcast around something a topic a niche that you have some sort of not not expertise per se but something you definitely can talk about you know something that people can come to you to talk about um that's definitely one thing next thing is is it all depends how the type of quality trying to, to achieve because i've done video work in the past and like i've i've um you know i've just been in that in that realm you know i wanted to make sure that like it looked good because i mean quality is a way that can set you apart right 
Um, so another thing is just going to be, I mean, money also. Like you, you need to buy equipment. You need to, depending on how much money you want to invest, <clears throat> um, it's going to cost some money for sure. Um, but let's just say if I were going to start and I just wanted to, the baseline was just to start a podcast, then I would say really just getting bare bones like mics, um, a camera if you wanted video, and uh, just a, a recording device that you can run your mics through. And um, it's honestly, if you really think about it, anybody could start a podcast. Um, it's just, and there's another aspect as well, is really just putting it into action because there's so many people have ideas and want to do something but oh this that um i don't got the money i don't uh who's gonna listen like those are all questions that your mind is just coming up with just to prevent you from doing it it's really important to not pay attention to that type of shit you know and i think it's important to note that you didn't wake up one morning and say oh i want to start a podcast and then the next day you were recording yeah yeah, starting it was this has been an idea that's been in well at least months and months and months if not sure. year at least you yeah. know that that you've had and um so that's the thing i mean the important thing is that you stuck with the idea and mm-hmm. kept doing what you needed to do to get it where it is yeah but it's not something that you i mean if i guess if you really wanted to um you could put something up overnight but it, the idea is that you if you really want it to be a quality setup and project then it might take a little bit of time yeah but the fact that you stick with it and do what you need to do to get it where it is yeah. is important. And also, I mean, one aspect that I did not touch on, which probably should be number one, is knowing how to edit. And, like, even if it's not editing a video, it's editing, like, just cutting up audio, which is can definitely be a learning curve. So it's not easy. It's not easy. But if it's something that you're you really passionate about, like, um, for me it was. Like, I, I can sit here and say, like, I'm sure everybody has that one thing that even if it time goes by, like it constantly just kind of lingers in your head. Like even if you haven't thought about it in a while, oh, it just pops in like, oh, like I've been wanting to do that, man. Like I've always wanted to do that. And um, I just finally hit a day where it was like, well, I have time. And if I'm not going to do it now, I'm probably never like I just don't know. There's never going to be a right time. So, um, yeah, man, those there's a lot there's it's simple but yet it's not it's i think that's with anything in life right yeah. things can be simple but there's definitely a lot of intricacies that definitely um you have to think about before you do it so yeah like i said if you have any other you want me to elaborate more on these things hit me up <laughs> he said his inbox is open that was a good question Steve. yeah let's see what else we got here all right so daniel vargas wants to know oh this is my 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 boss man at any time. Oh, man. He's going to be yes, happy sir. to hear them at any time plugs mm-hmm. coming through. Yeah. Our men, this is a good one. Are men held to the same standard as women when it comes to mental health? Damn. That's Are a good question. Are men held to the same standard as women when it comes to mental health? Damn. I think we're going to get canceled. We might have to answer this one off air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to release this one on rumble (laughs) (laughs) um no that's a really good question um and like i said this is just from my perspective i'm not saying this is per se right i'm not saying these is facts but from my opinion i would say there's definitely a stigma that a man like i would say like a like a 
a good man, like a masculine man, like should never, like really never, not never, but shouldn't show emotion and shouldn't, um, definitely shouldn't cry is definitely one of those stigmas and definitely should keep like just their overall mental health and really just if, if they kind of share that stuff, it kind of like they can be perceived as weak and not masculine. And I would say like, when, when you're talking about like just women in general, I think that's something that, I mean, I would say is pretty generally well accepted is, I mean, girls, I mean, they could show emotion. They could be talk about their feelings. Yeah. Talk about their feelings, be emotional. I mean, I'm not saying all women are emotional, but I'm saying it's okay. It's generally more okay for them to be more outspoken about that. Those things, you know, would you, would, I, would you I think it's like thinking about it. Um, it's important to look at, the media and Hollywood um, music like I can't count how many times I've seen movies where women are together gossiping or talking about their breakups or you know having a counseling session at the end of the day is basically what it is the way that it's portrayed in society and what we have seen throughout our whole lives is always women yeah embracing that mental health and yeah and being able to um seek help and talk to each other about things and whereas it's always been portrayed that men are just oh i'll deal with it later yeah um it doesn't bother me you know or like i mean now that it is getting a little more progressive i wouldn't be surprised if there are some movies now or movies coming out where it's a little different but like as far as as what i've seen like in the past it's always been portrayed that way no for sure I definitely think it's it's changed um, in recent years for sure. But just like when I was thinking about this topic, because it's something I think about a lot because, I mean, I'm literally a man that has a show about mental health. So I think about it and I would definitely say that I think it's important to really distinguish. There's a difference between someone because let's like the facts are is that everybody experiences emotion everybody when it comes to emotions everybody it's genderless yeah yeah yeah, exactly everybody experiences emotions and i just want to say as a man the reason i started talking about it was because first of all like i i wanted to i started off filmmaking i wanted to express myself creatively doing that like on youtube and i think that's when i started getting a lot more outspoken about it but now the more I think about it, I think the more I keep talking about it is because I talk, I literally talk to like, whether it's my boys or other men who literally are going through the same exact things I'm going through. So it, it literally makes no logical sense to me. Why if talking about it more is going to help people, why not do that? Like to, to just understand that, yo bro, you're not, not the only one dog. Like, Trust me, bro. I, how many times have you talked to someone, bro, where it's like, bro, I'm going through the same shit. Like, I thought I was like, like, when you're just talking to your boys, like, bro, I'm really going through the same shit. Like, it's crazy you say that. I always hear that and see that. So I'm like, I mean, I have somewhat of, I mean, I guess I'm trying to build a platform like that, but I have a way of being able to express that because of, like, I guess whatever skills I've been able to, like, harness over the years. And so I feel like why not use that? as a source for good you know and doing so i think there's a difference between um 
being able to communicate your emotions and being mature enough and in control enough of your emotions to be able to like talk about it but also be able to like do something about it you know like there's a difference between a dude who's just good at communicating those type of things and like dealing with them as opposed to someone who's literally just yeah just complains all the time and is literally lets their emotions control them you know so does that make sense like i think it's important to make a distinction because i think for to sit here and say like oh i don't know why you're you're talking about these things as a man it's like i think it's i don't see why not is the question if if it's uh if everybody's going through it like I i don't see why not you know so for sure yeah and yeah so i mean like, I would agree, there's definitely a, a double standard there yeah. when it comes to men and women's mental health. But it's not necessarily anyone's fault. Yeah. It's not like it's all women have portrayed us to be these tough or, oh, if anything, it's us that have portrayed ourselves to be yeah. that type of way. Mm-hmm. But again, looking into, like I said before, looking into the way it's portrayed in movies and music and all our pop culture you yeah. know that's in a roundabout way how they have it set up and i don't know about you but i don't think a lot of people for a lot of people i don't think mental health is a big topic in the household mm-hmm. when they're when they're being raised or you know growing up i don't think like i don't remember specifically sitting down with any of my parents at any time and being like, like yeah they'll ask you how you're doing or mm-hmm. like I always felt like I could talk to my parents if something was wrong. But at the same time, it's not like... I don't want you to ever feel like you can't talk to people about yeah. your mental... You know, it's it's not necessarily something that was preached to us as we yeah. were being brought up. So, I mean, I, I think it is getting better, though. Like, I feel like... And maybe it's just what I've been, like, sur- like watching or surrounding myself with lately. But, like, especially your show, like, obviously, it's a big platform to address that situation yeah. and and hopefully help some people see that it, it is okay for yeah. for us as males to talk about our feelings and yeah let, let someone know that we're not okay at times yeah. you know because like i like yeah that's a good point bro like like i said it, it's there's a difference let's just say if we were complaining about that double standard like i don't see how there sh- there could be an issue with really just being vocal about it and i think you should definitely be a rock like you should definitely be someone who's sound like someone who's you're able to come to and like they're able to like you want to be that person for someone right you want to be emotionally stable for someone and being able to but you can still do that and be in tune with your emotions and be able to explain how you feel in certain moments or um just express express your emotions and still be like that strong person because i mean either way you're going through it it's just you being able to talk about it and being more open about it so i agree and uh, i feel like it should also it should also go both ways though yeah like you both could be rock you know what i mean because at times maybe i'm gonna need the rock to help me out you know that's i feel like an ideal relationship Mm -hmm. is strong like that like yeah but that's again getting into the double standard or like the historical speaking of the guy always needs to be the strong one in the relationship or um you got to be supportive no matter what and Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah i agree but it should go both ways as well yeah that was 
that was a good question. Yeah, it was a really good question. Hopefully we... Damn, everybody's dropping bangers. Yeah, hopefully you did a good job of, of answering that one. All right, moving on to the next question. This one is from Brooklyn underscore five. Did you feel comfortable talking to your parents about your mental health struggles and how did you approach it? This actually might be not the answer you would expect. Um, I would say I really didn't. It's like my parents talked to me about that, about like what I was going through. Because when I first uh, when I first started having like uh, like uh, experiencing like panic attacks and stuff, and when I was like in college, right? They knew before me that I was going through something mentally. Like I thought, I didn't know what the hell was wrong with me. Like I just thought I was, I thought something was definitely wrong with me because I wasn't. I was feeling terrible and going through all this, right? But um, from the start, they were like, "Mijo, I think you're just." it's anxiety like it's like because what's crazy is like my mom has dealt with uh same things and my dad actually too and you would never think because my dad is talk about a rock my dad's (laughs) like he don't show that shit bro like he's he's very um i mean he's a an older hispanic dad you know he's um he's cut from that cloth of just like just strong being strong slightly macho but like he's even he, because he went through the same things. I mean, he he knew what it was too, which is crazy. They knew before me, so they were the ones who actually kind of helped me. And can't say how blessed I am for that because a lot of parents, like their 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 kids, especially nowadays, would be going through that shit, and like they wouldn't know what to tell their kids, or they they would just be like, like or, what the hell's wrong with or you? They or, might not even recognize that's what it is yeah you know? exactly so they yeah when i was over there in phoenix when like the first time it happened like they were they came to visit me type thing because they knew like i didn't know but they definitely knew what it was and they they always reassured me that i was going to be okay that i just needed to really just stay strong and just continue to like move forward and even to this day like they um now i've gotten a lot more vocal with them because like i said before i would would really close myself off especially to how i was feeling and my emotions but a lot of that was because i didn't know why i felt that way you know um so but now it's like i'm usually much better about letting them know like and they know me so well so like it's it's really no going around it but i'm usually much better about telling them like um whatever it is like i might be like stressing out about or going through and yeah they've been crazy supportive throughout the whole thing so i would say if um if you're let's just say in a different situation where maybe your parents are would be more unaware they're not sure what exactly like they're not too well versed in like dealing with like mental health and especially with their kids and stuff i would definitely say i mean no matter what i think i mean your parents are gonna love you no matter what so i think you have to I mean, just be open and honest, and if they don't receive it well, there's definitely someone else who will. So that's. I was just about to say the same exact thing, bro. Yeah. Like, for sure, um, do your best to try and get your point across to them and let them know what you're going through. But, like, like you said, Doug, if if they don't receive it well, or you know, it's it's hard because I feel like this mental health 
I would you call it a epidemic or mm-hmm. mental health? It's it's fairly new. Yeah, like it's not necessarily something that was super huge when our parents were young or our, were our age. So it might be a little tough for them to grasp exactly what we might be going through at certain times. Um, but even if they might not fully understand, just the fact that you're going through trouble and you're having issues. I mean, your parents are going to be your parents, you know, and um, like like you said, if, if they're not necessarily doing what you're looking for them to do, there's going to be somebody out there that you can get help from, Yeah. even if it's not your parents. And there's nothing wrong with finding help in other places, Yeah. you know, and it doesn't mean that your parents are any less of parents or any worse parents because they don't know exactly how to handle that certain situation, just... It's a tricky subject. Yeah. Especially with, I feel like, especially with older people, people that aren't in our generation mm-hmm. and aren't around it as much as yeah. we are. Yeah, no, for sure. You hit it right on the money, bro. And also, I will say that they also had prior experience with my sister. Because my sister, like, I don't know, I've talked about it in the past, especially when she was on here. My sister literally, like, it's almost kind of crazy, like, textbook, like, we went through this very almost same exact thing. So they had already gone through that with her. So they were like, okay, it's, it's probably the same shit going on here. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that goes to show you, bro, like genetics is can definitely play a role in this shit, man. So definitely important to just like be open and um, really just understand that like you should seek out. You should seek help no matter what. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. For sure. Male or female. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, man, women. <laughs> Talk about one of the hardest things about having a podcast is, I'm being very serious, is being careful about what you say. Um, definitely, like, I'm not, I'm not going to say, I'm not saying, like, I have, like, these fucking radical views, like, I can't say, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like, things could be taken so out of context. Um, we don't want the podcast turning into Fox News or CNN. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a uh, <laughs> nice question, Brooke. Yeah, that was Love a good question. Damn, I'm telling you, everyone's hitting the questions today. These are great questions. Okay, so Javier Hobbs wants to know, what equipment are you using? Damn, that's such a Javier question. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> Coming from the technical side of things, you know. Um, and he said to link it, I think, actually. Oh, damn. So, yeah, I'll definitely link it. Um, so... I'm using a Zoom recorder. Um, I think it's called the Zoom PodTrack P4, um, and it's probably one of the most sim- like simplest recording devices you can use for a podcast. And it's it's not the first thing I use. I actually was running it through um, my laptop at first, which was it was so many technical difficulties. Um, but this man, if you're gonna do a podcast, I literally would not recommend anything else if you're starting out with this. Um, this is where you're going to run your audio through, um, your mics go into here, your headphones and it records everything. So definitely 100% recommend that. Um, the mics, I think this is, oh, this is audio technica. Um, not super well known. However, they are, I would say not top of the line, but they're definitely not, they're not fucking Reggie. You know, they're like, I would say they're like middle to middle shelf. It's not your Don Julio. It's like your himador. It's it's not your uh, what's a top tier vodka. 
It's not like your Sky Vodka. It's like your fucking Great Tito's or... <laughs> Yeah. No, it's, it's not your regular season. Yeah. Bro, but right now, when, when you were looking for the name of the mic, I went to look also, not even realizing how close it is to my face. <laughs> I go to look down, I went all cross-eyed yeah. and shit. I was like, um, I think these were, these weren't that expensive, and I'll link it. Um, and then the headphones are Panasonic. These were fucking maybe 10 bucks. So, uh, I mean, it gets the job done, right? Bro, I honestly would not never guess that they were yeah, that cheap. Bro, they were so the cheap. nice headphones. Yeah. The lights, I couldn't tell you the brand. I got them from Amazon, but they have a, a nice little diffuser as well. So, the, the light hits softly. Um, and then I have a Panasonic GH5, which is the camera I've had for two years now. And it hasn't failed me yet. That's where I record all my YouTube videos client work and then i have this i got these two neon lights that are getting this ambient lighting what's the neon light all about <laughs> that's actually one of the questions um sorry so i have this backlighting which is blue and those are two different lights and i'll link those as well um by the way guys so much of this is lighting like you don't understand like if we turned all these lights off it would look stupid like it would look like we're in a like you'd probably barely be able to see us so lighting is like top tier like import like of importance whenever you're doing uh, a production like if this if we were to turn the light fixtures off it would be like we're in a strip club <laughs> so the neon sign is i have no idea where it's from but i'll link it and it was like the most expensive thing probably besides the camera of course i think it was like 300 dollars for that sign bro um it's a nice ass sign though yeah and then these chairs i bought um but yeah that's kind of getting more into furniture not equipment but um, yeah, and then I have a MacBook Air, which I've been trying to upgrade for a while, but laptops are fucking cost an arm and a leg, dude. So it's um, still waiting on that. But yeah, I, if you have any more questions about the setup, I'll definitely uh, definitely link the, all the stuff. And then I will, if you have any questions, just hit me up. Diego.ram underscore at Instagram. User. Mr. J. Curry. Our boy James. Curry. Wants to know. James Perry. <laughs> <laughs> What is your ultimate goal you want to achieve with this podcast? Damn. That's a good one, bro. How much time you got? No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so number one, I think there's a few different layers to this. I think number one is I just want to I want to always my main goal is to always enjoy it. Like I don't want it to be I want it, I don't want it to feel forced. I don't want it to feel like I have to do it, you know? Um, it's because I want to, and I, I, I just want to always keep that, um, keep that in mind whenever I'm, I'm doing these, um, forever, however long I end up doing this, but definitely want to always just make sure I'm enjoying it no matter what. I think that's number one. Cause if, if not, then what's the point of doing it? You know? Um, second, um, I'd be lying saying if I said if I didn't want to reach an audience like a, a uh, honestly I, I just want to impact as many people as I can positively like that's um, I don't know where that comes from it's just I don't mean that's I mean that's just being honest speaking from the heart you know like I think um, no matter like the guests we have on here like uh whatever we talk about or i just want it to help i just want to help a lot of people you know i think that's the main thing and whatever whatever is a byproduct of that then 
I mean, that'd be all good too. But I would say for sure, I definitely want to build a platform and be able to, I think, expand this past just a podcast, you know, like just a brand and just being able to give people a voice, people that are in the same position as me right now, let's just say in a couple years where I have a little bit more of a following or have um, more of a voice, you know, to being able to really just help give exposure to people that have a gift and have a, have something to share and just being able to help them in their own journey. You know, I think that's so aside from like just looking beyond the podcast, I think that's something I want to build upon, you know, but other than that, just main thing, enjoy it. Um, have great conversations. You know how many times I've listened to these and just like really put things in perspective myself and, um, almost like just i I know it's i know i'm doing right sometimes i know it's kind of weird but dude i get kind of like emotional in some of these like there's times where i have someone sitting across like you or yeah i don't know how there's not a fucking box of (laughs) (laughs) t-shirts there is but not for that reason (laughs) right next to the gold bond (laughs) right next to the (laughs) jergens no 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 all jokes aside um, I was wondering why his mic was sticky. No, but yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> For sure, man. Just there's times where I really had some crazy ass conversations here where it's like um, shit really hits home. And I know I'm doing something right when it can bring out that sort of emotion for me. Because I don't, I don't think I cry like pretty often, but like <laughs> I've definitely no, done it. <laughs> I, I, I definitely like damn near teared up on this show just hearing some of your guys' stories because it's like fuck like there's some there's some just life's crazy bro so i think as long as i'm doing that enjoying it and like i said um just building what i can you know oh yeah growing it great question yeah at caitlin too much wants to know where's the episode with kate come on kate you act like, you you act like I wouldn't have you on the show, Kate. I mean, like, it's a fair question, bro. No, for sure it is, Kate. Bad gal. Last time you were in town, I wasn't even in town. So I'm gonna tell you here right now, Kate. Next time you're in town, we're gonna do this podcast. Damn, that's a commitment. No, for sure. Of course, Kate. You're gonna be episode ten. How about that? All right. So this is going out there. So you gotta hold them. You can hold them to it. This is no, gonna be for out sure. there. Yeah, she's gonna be episode, episode 10. ten. Yeah. All it, right. You better be in town. No you got matter. your spot. So let's just say episode nine's in two weeks. You gotta be here for episode ten. So that's you. All right. Come ready. And I believe we have one more question here. Real quick, actually, I want to ask you. This is hundred percent improv. Um, meaning I didn't give you a chance to look at the question before we came on here, mm-hmm. but. Um, I have a question as well, and it kind of I'm kind right. of funny that I'm asking right after Caitlin was asking why she hasn't been on the show yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was going to ask you if you could have anybody on your show, on your podcast, anybody in the world, other than Joe Rogan. Ah, oh, <laughs> shit! I was like the first person. Other I than Joe of. Rogan, <laughs> who would you have on your podcast? Oh shit, bro. Other than Joe Rogan and, and uh, Caitlin. <laughs> Damn, bro. That's a really hard question. 
Like they told you, you can sit down for me for three hours and ask me anything you want on your podcast. That's a good question, man. First person that comes to mind is LeBron. <laughs> I know that's kind of like, I mean, that's kind of obvious. I mean, he's, I don't know, it's LeBron James, but I mean, I would say for sure LeBron James because like I grew up watching him and he really just shaped my, just as a per like not even just as a basketball player, but like the, the shit he's accomplished even just outside of basketball is like, insane bro like he's he's literally like he's just a mogul like he's just fucking an icon icon so um i feel like i would have two answers though one that's like realistic and one that's like more unrealistic no nah, hell no nah. <laughs> this is why all right so the whole reason why i wanted to ask you and here in person while we're doing this and not put it up on ig so you could see it beforehand is because I wanted I didn't want a logical answer. Yeah. I wanted your the answer that came to your heart first, yeah. your gut first. Like No, yeah, no, for sure. Fuck logic. Who the fuck who do you want to have on your show, bro? Who yeah. do you want on your podcast? For so sure. LeBron. Yeah. That's awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. And fuck all the LeBron haters. <laughs> That's um, who you want on your fucking podcast? <laughs> it's your podcast. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah, yeah, boy. Preach. But but add that shit to Curry's question about the goals. Yeah. That's exactly. a goal now. LeBron will be on the podcast one day. <laughs> Bro, that'd be crazy. I mean, um, shit. Yeah, that's that'd be crazy, bro. I mean, I'm trying to think of cuz there's so many people I, I could think of like, bro, even having like Aaron Jones on here would be crazy like just cuz he's from El Paso, like he's like a hometown hero type shit. Um Hear that Aaron? Well, there's definitely a lot that uh, won't come to mind right now, but yeah, that was a really good question, bro. Oh yeah. Sure. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, I think there's one more question, and we're all dying to know. What's your dinner? What's open right now? <laughs> so, the last question, and this is a great question also, because I feel like it hasn't really formally been addressed. I mean, it's been teased at a little bit, yeah. but I don't think we've gotten a full-on 100% answer. Uh, what's the deal with the sign, man? What's the, the sign, sign all about? The neon sign. The famous neon sign. <laughs> Mama. There goes that man. Mama! <laughs> <laughs> um, neon sign. So right there, the one you see right there. That is a neuro, neuro, neurotransmitter known as serotonin. <clears throat> you see melatonin? Melatonin, no. <laughs> um close though you the ser- melanin first name sarah last name tonin oh, okay <laughs> um but yeah serotonin is very um it's it's one of the neurotransmitters it's along with dopamine and norepinephrine and basically other chemicals that your brains produce but um, serotonin is vital in regulating your mood your sleep um your emotions so um one of the main things that um, when someone either is dealing with anxiety, panic attacks, depression, um, shit, bipolar disorder, a lot of mental health disorders are usually the main culprit is the serotonin and it could either you could not be producing enough, um, just whatever their circuit is just like, just kind of malfunctioning or there's just, you're, yeah, you're either deficient in serotonin, um, and that's usually what causes like some of these mental health issues for the most part. Um, so that's why they give like medication, a lot of medication that they give to like for mental health, um, purposes have, um, act on the serotonin in your brain 
and so because it shows about mental health and really just uh yeah just trying to like overcome those type of obstacles especially when it comes to someone's mental health i thought um i mean there's also wasn't many other better options and i just i just saw serotonin i was like oh that i think that goes like hand in hand with the show so um yeah man and i actually really like the idea of it being a little bit having a little bit of mystery behind it that's dope yeah i feel like uh that sign is the cherry on top if you will (laughs) it's the icing on the cake yeah i thought it was just i saw it and i was like you know what i like the subtleness of it i like the mystery that it might um it might uh, give give to people so i think that's why why i chose that one and um i do want to get a few more different things for the for the studio maybe some plants maybe some uh maybe, maybe some art would be nice um but yeah, just just spice it up a little bit. I definitely um, I need to make sure the funds are correct before I splurge again. But yeah, I think I think it it works for now. So, um, but yeah, man, I think uh, is it is that it for all the questions? Those are all the questions, brother. Yeah. All right then, man. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this this Q and A, this little Q and A. Let me know if you guys like it because um, we could definitely do these regularly and i would love to hear more more questions and um overall i really enjoyed it and i love i mean of course having my boy brett on again man it's always a pleasure um and yeah i'm, I'm gonna release this hopefully in four or five days so whenever you see it i hope you guys enjoy if there's something that you want me to elaborate more on um just hit me up i mean either you leave a youtube comment um hit me up on ig diego.ram underscore hit my boy bred up at b underscore dub seven seven something like that but yeah man just uh i appreciate you guys tuning in man we're gonna try to keep this thing going and let me know what you guys think so anything you want to say i really like this i think it's cool and i think uh i think your viewers are gonna like this and appreciate this also Um, yeah yeah maybe maybe we'll do a live show one of these days yeah hell yeah with an audience and everything. Yeah. It was an audience. <laughs> and next guest, episode eight, uh, LeBron James. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Windhorst ain't breaking that news. <laughs> we are here live on the MVP. 